It's been a while since the Clash Corner podcast has recorded a new episode. Welcome to the official start of the Clash Corner podcast, season two. You're making so much background noise. I have noise. a coin. Oh, look at that. I came prepared. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the season two premiere of the Clash Corner podcast, a pop culture podcast where two cousins argue about movies or, or, yeah, this is, you didn't think of anything to do. No. Or which season of the Clash Corner pod is going to be their favorite? <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. Season two hasn't started yet. That's tr- Well, it's currently starting now. So I guess I have to say season one, right? Well, I'm going to go with season two because it's going to be bigger, badder, and I'm going to be more ridiculous. And you're going to hope that you win this season because you suck, man. All right. All right. Get it out now. Just get it out now. I came out victorious season one. What was the final score here? It was 20, 14, oh, 20, nice, 20, 14 to 11. I had you by three episodes. Bullshit. And I'm hoping to do the same shit again this season. I love how we have two scoreboards up there. It says Clash Corner scoreboard, and then your shelf is just in the way. And then it says actual score, and then I just get to look at my shame on the wall. And then the way section. Congrats on le- losing, man. Congla- I thought you were going to say congrats on leaving. I was like, all right, bye. Uh, that's, that's like, <laughs> hey, Toby, don't let the door hit you on the way <laughs> So we haven't recorded an episode of the Clash Corner in what? Almost a month now, right? Because we yeah. recorded the season what one have you been finale. Up to? What have I been up to? I got a fucking hairline fracture on my knee. You, you seemed like you're walking better, though, which is yeah, good. It, I just hurt it by moving my leg, though. It's like stairs suck, and if I kneel on it by accident, it hurts. But like walking is fine. I, okay. I can walk normal. So you're not limping anymore. When we saw Thor. You were limping, limping. I, I booked tickets to the top row of the movie theater because <laughs> like... We want to see. Why wouldn't you? Right. You, you want to see. What a concept. And uh, I get to the bottom of the staircase, and Adam just looks at me, and he goes, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I offered to carry you, and you said no. Yeah, so I had to, like, fuck I would have just wrapped my hands around, not even touch your knee, just grab your butt if and, I had to. And then as the uh, the preview started, I had to go to the bathroom, so I limped my way back down, and then limped my way 20 back 20 minutes up. later, he came back, and yeah. half the movie was over. But I'm good, though. My knee feels better. Uh, good. A- anything happened to you? I, know I went some- and saw the All-American Rejects. <laughs> So that was crazy. So you've been to two concerts in your life. No, this had no. I've been to a few. You Pearl Jam was your first concert. With you, you yep. were my first concert. Uh, Eminem, Rihanna. They did Just the monster tour. Stand there and yeah. watch me. Solid stand. concert. I used to go to K Fest. Transformer song. No, um, he didn't do a Transformer song. I thought that Rihanna song was a Transformer song. Monster. Uh, gonna set that motherfucking house on fire. Just gonna stay. I there wouldn't be surprised because you know the Transformers just do crazy. Things. That's what I mean. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, I used to go to something called K Fest, which uh, a radio station K one hundred four in Westchester. They used to get like all like artists to go to a baseball stadium, and I went like five years in a row to that. Okay. Uh, then we went and saw Modest Mouse. Oh, you're right. Yep. Yep. And now I have got, and I've gone to see uh, this guy Gregory Allen Isaacov with Cat three years in a row. Okay. So now this, so I've been to a few more than more than I'm realizing now too. I thought your track record for concerts was Pearl Jam, M&M. ten years, Eminem, and then All American Rejects. Did they play that song? What song? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, you gotta keep it strong. I'm in a singing mood today. So uh, 
Cat, it's called Live at Five in Stanford, and four weeks in a row they have four different groups yeah, come. Of course, sick. So they're opening up with All American Rejects. Cat and her friends text me. They're like, "Come to the concert after work." I was like, "What time does All American Rejects go on? See if I can actually make it." So they're like, "We're in line right now. You have time." Okay. Nine o'clock rolls around. I'm almost back in the area. I'm like, Cat goes, "All right, they're getting on now." Mm-hmm. Perfect. Nice. I'm like. 10 minutes out, maybe I'll miss some dud songs. It took me 20 minutes to park. <laughs> then I had to pay $35 for a ticket. Oh, my then God. Then it took me five to eight minutes to find them in the 7,500-person concert. Oh, my God. I call a cat for directions. All of a sudden, I I was like, hello. All of a sudden, I hear, move along. And she's just yelling into the phone. I'm like, can you? And she just kept singing, so I hung up. And then I was just wandering around. You and I found them, and I heard f- the Four or five banger songs at the end. So all in all, it was actually worth it that I got there late because okay. they just hit hit after hit after hit after hit. It yeah. was solid. All my critics are cool. Yeah, they're great. Um, there's another band next week that I I know a song. I don't know their name. I couldn't even tell you the song. Then week three, Cat's excited for week three, and then the last week they have Ti coming. Uh oh, I got engaged by the way. Yeah, right? Yeah, I heard that. So yeah, sick. whatever. Congrats. Um, yeah. yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Uh, dude, okay, I like her. I guess. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we're back. I can't believe you just brushed over the fact that you got engaged so quickly. Great, sick. It was her, it was her birthday, then we also got engaged or whatever. Cool. Crazy. Hey, Kat, love you. Sick. Congrats on being my best man for my wedding. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Me and Vin are going to tear it up. Crazy shit, man. I'm going to twerk on Vin at your wedding. A lot of stuff's going on. Nuts. Not really. We're sitting in a basement. Yeah. It's raining. After this episode, we're actually going to film... The punishment for season one. Yes. Which has already. So if you're listening to this, uh, you're listening to the past. Because, yes. Because we're going to be recording the punishment, which you would have already heard by now. Or seen. Or seen, depending on where you, you, you know, get your. Are you going to do an from. audio version of the podcast of the punishment or is it going to be a video? I'm going to do both. Why would you do an audio of the, the, the point is the joy of seeing me on the side of a road with a giant L. What are you going to record the audio of cars in the background? DJ, I'd like to introduce you to something called ASMR. Like, I'm just confused as to where you're going for right now. Because why would we not release audio on top of it? Because we're a podcast. Yes, but I understand that. But what's the... We au- haven't uploaded a video, a fucking episode in four weeks. Okay. Because but, you have 17 weddings this summer. But okay. You got to go to the Beer Olympics in Ireland. But you go to Florida you're missing the get point. Engaged. You're missing the you point. You go see the All-American Reject. This is true. But you're missing the point. Why would you record the audio when it's just going to be me standing on the side of the road? Are you going to be standing there with me? Or are you just going to be recording me? I'm going to do both. Okay, because if you record me standing there, the audio you're going to post is just cars honking at me. That's it. Unless you're going to narrate. which Maybe, made me... maybe I will. I'll ask. Who knows? We're Who are you going to ask? See. They don't have a say. They missed it already. It's filmed. What are we doing today? Next week on the Clash Corner podcast, we're going to be doing, should we do an audio or video recording for the punishment? Regardless, you suck, you lost, and here we are in season two today, starting off season two. You need to get your act together, man. Oh, you, I'm You ready. make stupid decisions, you have stupid arguments, and you're picking sides of things that are, people aren't going to vote with you Coming for. Coming from the guy in, that thinks in, Age of Ultron's one of the best Avengers today's movies. Today's we're doing a double premiere, just like we did with season one. Hell yeah. On Wednesday, the whatever, whatever today is, we have have an Welcome episode to today. which is Age of Ultron versus the first Avengers. I love how we're premiering season one was the back two. That's and what then, I was just about to say. Yeah. So we're covering the other two Avengers movies. Avengers. So we're done. So we don't have to hear about them. In Age of Ultron. I've and heard then, about them. And then two days from now on Friday, we're going to be doing a Stranger Things lightning round with six characters. 
Oh, my you God. made stupid decisions on the Stranger Things picks, and I think this Avengers episode can go either way. I don't. And then after we do this, then Coke we have, versus Pepsi. Uh, yeah, which so. you spoiled for yourself. Yeah, but I don't know who won. I just saw the points by accident. I was going through screenshotting quick, and I I accidentally caught the score, which okay. I don't like to do. But I don't know who won though. Okay, I hope not. So as we enter. Season two of the Clash Phase Corner two. podcast, we are going to begin with Age of Ultron versus the original Avengers Assemble order. is what it was called overseas. That's right, yeah. Uh, so for those of you who may be turning, tuning into the Clash Corner podcast for the first time, how this works is that we do a little bit of this in the beginning of the episode, and then we'll move into our next segment. The tale of the tape is what, do you want to explain your tale of the tape? Quick, you have 10 words to describe it. I explain both sides. So anyone can follow along. That's nine. Add one word. Balls. <laughs> and then after DJ tells us about the two things we're arguing, we'll get into the clash and we'll argue and we'll fight and we'll see which side you listening picked. So without any further ado, time for the ding, ding, ding. Tell the tape. So in 2008, there was an idea. I hate when you do shit like to that. To put together one of the best cinematic universes that has ever been established okay this idea would later become the benchmark for other franchises to shoot for and fail miserably we're looking at you universal dark universe yeah. and justice league and give me one more i don't have anything else transformers there we go after four solo movies the first avengers movie was released cementing cementing that the mcu was here to stay two years after or three years after avengers age of ultron came out uh, avengers one came out may 4th 2012 and Age of Ultron came out May 1st, 2015. Didn't know that they both came out in May. Oh my god, have they all come out in May? No, I'm so serious. I genuinely don't know. No. Infinity War and Endgame came out in April. I think and I think Check. Infinity War was April 4th. It doesn't matter. I wanna, re- we're not talking about Infinity I'm War and Endgame. I already opened it. Uh ba, 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 ba. Oh yeah, they Okay, so first two uh were May, back two were April. Nice. All right. And we're back. Avengers 1 had a budget of $220 million, which that was at the time crazy yep. for budgeting. Flash forward three years, Age of Ultron had a $365 million budget, which I thought, I didn't think it was that high. More money for a better movie. No. Uh, Avengers 1 made $1.519 billion, while Age of Ultron was uh, brought in $1.403 billion, both directed by Joss Whedon. All in all, they got great review, uh, great reception from people. As he talks about the great reception from people, he's Googling the I forgot reviews. to put it on. Yeah, I So I love that you jump in with, they got great reviews before even knowing. Season two is the season of calling you out on your bullshit, by the way. Go ahead. So call me out on whatever you want. Every time we talk out of your ass, we're going to get a, a talking out of your ass flag. Okay. I'm going to raise the flag here. Whatever you want, money. Whatever you want. Why can't I find- Oh, I'm thing? money. I'm DJ. <laughs> What a fucking it's chaotic thing. Are you wearing Spider-Man socks and a Spider-Man t-shirt? Hell yeah. Nice. Uh, Age of Ultron I'll start with because I could find that one first. Age of Ultron got a 76% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, 82% audience score. And I'm just going to Google it. I don't know why I went to write Rotten Tomatoes. Here we go. Googling things live on the Clash Corner podcast. Great preparation, DJ. Uh, Okay, look. I missed one thing. Look, man. No. Cut that out. Please cut that out. Uh... The first Avengers came in with a solid 91% Rotten Tomatoes for all, for critics, 
and 91% for audiences. Great. Generally equal. But I feel like, and we talked about no, this with this Thor. No, this isn't I feel like. No, no, no. This is facts. I feel like, because we've talked about this, Rotten Tomatoes is good for like a general idea. However, the critics and the audiences rarely are on the same page. That's fair, except for Thor: Love and Thunder. That no, 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 they were no, 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 no. They were they were very different reviews. A bad movie. Uh, critics gave it like a sixty-eight. Audiences gave it like an eighty-five. Thank God. Uh, upon, I know, like when I was there, I said it was like an eight, and I explained my eight. Like it, that's like a B for me. An eight is like a B. Yeah. Uh. Upon taking a step back and thinking a little bit more, it has gone from an eight to like a six and a half. Yeah, it's not great. Sorry, if you have not seen Lord Thor Love and Thunder, really, Miss Marvel ties into the MCU more than Thor Love and Thunder does. It's not even that. It just wasn't a good movie. Well, also that. <laughs> Are you ready? Let's argue. Hell yeah. All right. So, I am team... Why do I am I looking at my... <laughs> I'm looking at the episode 28. All right, we're good. I am team... Age Avengers, of Age of Ultron, and DJ's team, Avengers Assemble. You got a work call you got to take right now? No, my fiance texted me. Oh, my God. All right, here we go. Flip that coin. We actually have a coin, finally. For your heads? I'm Tails. Never fails. Except right now. Bang. Bang! Tails, all right. Let's get it done. All right. So, I come to this argument very ready. Very ready. I'm going to start with the positives because there's not a lot for your movie oh okay I'll be nice I think the cast has great chemistry in your movie I like seeing an established Avengers team like they work together well they understand everyone's strengths and weaknesses the banter's great I think another pro for you the special effects much better in 2015 than we're seeing in 2022. Of course. How that makes sense, I'll never know. And that's all I got for pros. I, I swear to God. You fucking moron. What are you talking and about? And the introduction of Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver was good. Dude, there's so many good things about that movie. Give no, me a break. Not. Here are my negatives. How dare they name this movie Age of Ultron. An age of time is a very long period of time. Ultron was around. How long is an age? Let's find out. Here we go. Live research. Age. DJ, literally two minutes ago, I came prepared. Uh, DJ's used Google three times. A distinct period of time. An age of technological growth. That's Grow old or older. Okay. In all iterations... It's when it's called Age of Ultron. No, 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 you just said something about technological. Read that definition. I just closed out of the tab. You want to say? Why would you close out of the tab? Because whatever. Uh, a distinct period of history, an age of technological growth. An age of technological growth. But it, you can't use Ultron. you can't use motherfucker the word in the definition. So that's not a definition. You can't say an age of technological growth without defining what an age is, and then the length of time that a person has lived or. A thing has existed. So, okay. If we want to say an age, I guess we can say that an age in the MCU equates to maybe the rough week of Ultron. Give me a break. I'm why, sorry? Why is that such a big hang-up to you? Because Ultron, and this is what I'm starting off with, they equated Ultron to a throwaway uh, threat like they do in the solo movies. They did. Ultron in all iterations should 
beat the Avengers soundly, quickly, and take over the planet. He is probably, he could have been a great Thanos. He could have been a great big bad, but they rushed him because they wanted to make a commercial for whatever was up and coming. Yeah, but uh, that, but that doesn't take away from the fact that the time that we have with him is great. No, it, it, James Spader is excellently cast. Right. It, However, it's, it's, it's voice alone. He's the, the the he was great for the voice of Ultron, but when we actually dive into Ultron as a character, he is nothing like his comic counterpart. But that's that's not what we're talking about. I understand that's a part of the argument, but that can't be the sole reason that Oh, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. I'm just Ultron, I'm just starting off with this. Ultron's introduction is indefinitely better than Loki's introduction in Avengers. And I understand that Loki was around in the first Thor. But when you have Ultron being created and he's like, oh, what's this? He processes everything going on in the computer system. He attacks Jarvis. And then you have the kind of puppet robot that's all Stark robot that's broken. And he comes hanging out with like oil sucking down. And he's like a puppet. And he's singing, there's no, the, the no strings string song. on me. Cool. Yeah, it's so sick, so creepy. Loki's introduction is him coming through a portal. And then he takes his little thing and he goes, boop. On Hawkeye and takes him over. Goes, You're missing Boop. the part where he wrecked shop on S.H.I.E.L.D. HQ, stole at least 20 members of S.H.I.E.L.D., brainwashed Eric Sulvik, and then started this grand plan to bring the Chitari. Why? Why? Because he was under the influence of the Mind Stone. Why? Because Thanos was using him. Why? To get more stones for himself. To okay. get the Tesseract. That, okay. Ultron, on the other hand, Ultron... Ultron was alive for 12 minutes and said, I gotta destroy humanity. Ultron starts off connected to the internet, right? That alone means that he shouldn't been shouldn't have been a one-off villain because let's just use this as an example. I post that picture of you somewhere uh the picture of you in your taekwondo outfit on the internet somewhere. What a cute picture. Love that picture. You of should me. post that on Instagram when this episode goes live. I will. That picture is in the internet forever, right? Right. Right. Great. You're going to tell me that Ultron, a being made of technology and uses the internet for everything, mm -hmm. is destroyed permanently because they got all of the Ultron bots. I'm calling bullshit on that because, A, super smart artificial intelligence. Can't think to maybe leave one body hidden somewhere so just he can get away. Or his consciousness just doesn't go away because it's ingrained in the internet. No, Jarvis no, did no, the no, same no. fucking no, thing. No, I take it differently. I take Ultron as being a character who... Are you even listening to I me? Am, are you Googling? I'm opening up my notes again. I can listen to you, okay? I take it as Ultron is a quote-unquote child of Tony. Yes or no? He's That's a, all I want from you. I wouldn't say a, a child of Tony. I'd say that his... He's a creation of Tony. But no, no, no. I'd say he's more of a mirror of Tony. Right. Because That's the better. brain pattern... That, yeah, That's he's a better. mirror Fine. of Tony. I'll give you that. Okay. I was okay. going to say, he's like if Tony never fixed himself. Right. So here's the deal. Ultron is a part of Tony's consciousness because Tony helped create him. So you have a big part of it. And you have something... In, there's a scene in there when we meet Claw for the first time 
And uh, don't compare what, me to Tony what, Stark. What does Ultron say? He says like keep your. He says some like phrase that uh, keep that your friends closer and keep your rich friends closer or whatever he says. I can't remember. The Enemies closer and your rich friends closer. Something and like that. And remember which is which or something. Yeah. And Claw says, "Who said Stark says that?" And then Ultron freaks Flips out. out. He cuts off his arm, and then Claw loses his arm. Or whatever. Right. Right. Okay. So what I'm getting at here to counter your point of Ultron not keeping a body separate or whatever, is that Tony Stark is proven time after time after time again to be cocky, to be full of himself, right. to be arrogant, to be just, he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Right? Yes. Ultron is the same exact way in that regard. But, like, so so Ultron, So Ultron thinks that just by being able to put his consciousness into this vision... This consciousness into vision yeah. that he's gonna go ahead and be like the what if episode, right? Where he ends up killing Thanos, getting the stones, whatever. That's our timeline if the Avengers didn't stop him. Correct? And that 30 minute episode of what if substantially better than all of Age of Ultron. Because no, I'm not done talking. I'm not done making my point. My point is is that you said that it's not like it, why didn't he leave a body to the end? I wasn't even to done decide. talking. You why, cut me off too. Shut the fuck up. You cut me off too and then you're gonna whine that I cut you off. Continue. Why didn't he do Plan all this? Why didn't he put whatever. something to the side, right? Because he's just like Stark in the uh, in the sense of, oh, I don't need to do any of that because I'm gonna win. I'm gr I'm the greatest thing to exist. Who the, who's gonna fucking try and okay. go against me? I that see that. Is why Ultron is a flawed character because he has the same exact mindset as Tony Stark. Now you can go ahead. Okay, so back on the Ultron thing as well. There's a scene at the end uh, at the end of like the climactic fight. You have Vision, Tony, and Thor all shooting yeah. their lasers at them, right? At him. And they're doing damage. Nothing's really done damage. He's made out of vibranium. He can't really be broken. We gotta come back to this point in one second, or this subsection. Which point? I'll remind that you. That those three lasers put together apparently can melt vibranium. Okay. Lightning, arc, uh, uh, repulsor blast, and mind stone vision beam, whatever. And then they just stop. And then Hulk punches the shit out of him, and then he comes back to kill Quicksilver, right? Like, I just don't get why they also stop. Like, there's certain things in this movie that I just don't get why they happen, except for the fact that they have to progress the story. You, and I don't but, like that. But that is no different than in the original Avengers, which we have yet to talk about 20 minutes into this podcast. We've been talking about Ultron for the whole time. It's no different than, like, if you have Loki contained in this facility right in the in the helicopter helicarrier right? helicarrier why are you not having that place be surrounded by guards why are you not keeping the avengers there to defend him cuz it's not a team yet but but it doesn't it just the super powered individuals you don't think that you should keep thor and tony near this containment center no nick event? fury's too smart for that but, and there's a reason he definitely he did it for the exact thing that happened okay Loki's plan was to get them all riled up. Fury tried to do something to keep them separate, and it still ended up happening because they were influenced by the Mind Stone. But, like, when Nat was there, like... And then she understands that that's what Loki's plan is. Right, right. but, like... Why but, would you, but, you not you take, take Hulk off of the carrier? But think about... Hey, but think about... He, interact, he, interacted with, he interacted with Thor, and he got under Thor's skin and baited him into going into the tank. 
He got, I interacted with Tony. He interacted with Nat. He interacted with all of them and was able to pick them apart. That's where Loki shines. He's smart. He's methodical. He's mischievous. He's able to get under all their skin. Did it backfire on him in the end because it just pissed them off when he killed Phil Coulson? Absolutely. But... Nick Fury was trying to prevent that. His idea was, all right, and Nick Fury in that movie making WMDs to try to fight this, not the best thing, but Fury was trying to get them to at least rally for something. That's why when Phil Coulson died, that's why he took the cards out of his pocket and Maria Hill was like, those were in his locker, not his pocket, and he's like, they needed something. I had to do this to get them to go kick Loki's ass. If they all surrounded Loki, Loki would have managed to get them at each other's throats. It's just what he's good at. It's what he's known for as of that point in the MCU. And he did I, it in he did it in the first Thor where he pitted the Frost Giants against the Asgardians mm-hmm. and then was just like, what up? Fuck the Frost Giants. I'm going to kill them all now because they said screw me when I was a baby and I want to look good in front of my father's eyes. Like He's very good at pitting people against each other. Yes, and I, that's fine. You can contest that point. But the first the first Avengers is full of moments just like the one that you described from Ultron like where why pushing would, the plot why forward. would they stop because it's all Joss Whedon's uh, telling, you know what I mean? Like you have Thor like you had just mentioned Thor falling out of the thing. Of course he breaks out at the end and they're not going right. to kill him. Of course Hulk shows up on the dirt bike or motorcycle right as uh, the as, whale as the is thing attacking. comes and then yeah. of course in this one instance he's able to transform into Hulk that's the this reason I'm point only angry that's the reason I'm always angry how convenient that he's able to turn at that point no no no, then, no, 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 no. you're missing something you're missing able something. to turn he's, back or he's, turn into it in Ultron he's, he's shown to be able to control his transformations into the Hulk in the Incredible Hulk movie, which is canon to the MCU. I understand that. So they've established that he can already go and come as the Hulk. Then why is Loki able to brainwash him in the helicopter, helicarrier? He didn't. But then, but then he turns into the Hulk. He didn't and brainwash him in the helicarrier. In, Bruce Banner turns into the Hulk in the helicarrier. That's Loki's plan is to release the Hulk. And that's yes, everything starts by getting, back. by having danger happen. His plan wasn't to brainwash... Uh, Bruce Banner, his plan was to cause danger. Right, and make I understand, the, so to make the Hulk come out. Right. I get that, right. So, but if you're saying that Bruce is able to control it, then why is the Hulk coming out? And it's, why is it's been Hulk pro- it's been proven. It's been proven in that same movie By that who? Bruce, the movie itself, it's proven that Bruce Banner can willingly turn into the Hulk. You're talking out of your ass right no. now. Did you, have you seen The Incredible Hulk? Uh, yes, of course. Okay. I've seen so The then, Incredible Hulk. So then you fully understand that he, at the end of the movie, shows that he can willfully control like that's when his eyes turn green he's meditating his eyes turn green but before he fights abomination he jumps off the cliff and tries to make himself turn but, but, then, but then I'm not done in let, every let other me finish my Hulk point in, no 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 Ragnarok, you're wrong Infinity War he can't control it you're, you're wrong though For we're not talking about Ragnarok or Infinity War we're talking about the two isolated movies that we're talking about today in The Incredible Hulk. Oh, it's no, shown- no, no. If we're talking about the two isolated movies that we're talking about, then you can't talk about The Incredible Hulk, you stupid shit. But it goes to... You your- dumb asshole. You Sorry, can't talk not about The Incredible movies. Hulk. We're talking about the timeline to that point, up to Age oh, of Ultron. Oh, how convenient that okay? that fits your fucking point right now. It does. So but I can't talk about sh- movies that help my point. Not If we're talking about up to this point, Who, then we when can. We- when we talked about Age of Ultron or... Uh, Endgame and Infinity War, we can reference the whole MCU because it happened. But if we're going to talk about Age of Ultron and Avengers okay, 1... Okay, okay. Got it. So you, when we do another Marvel episode, you can't talk about anything after that movie. Sure. Got it. Fine with it. I'm going to write this day down. So, 
as I was saying, in Incredible Hulk is shown all over the floor. Good. I don't care. You're drinking coffee with heavy cream in it again. That when danger oh, that happens, happened to me during our break, that when was bad. Danger happens and much. he gets hurt. He just turns to the Hulk because it's a defense mechanism. That's what happens on the helicarrier when they blow up the engines. The plane's going down. He, I believe, and him and Nat fall down and he gets hurt. He gets something falls on him and it just triggers that transformation. Flash to Age of Ultron. Since when can Black Widow just? stroke his forearm and he becomes that's the point of the movie is that the Hulk is making progress to being able to control it because he cannot control it DJ that's the whole arc of the Hulk is that he goes and I you he said can. I can't talk about it I'm gonna he showed that he can control it in arc. Avengers 1 the whole Hulk arc is him going from not being able to control the Hulk to going through this journey what of arc? being what re- arc he doesn't have an arc he's in he the Hulk we're getting sidetracked. Are side you side. watching the, Hulk the is same wasted. movies as me? I'm telling you though that the the which is one of my next points. The Banner Nat, Nat thing and her being the only person that can control him and they have that relationship is horseshit. I feel like there was a, a a movie that we were missing between Age of Ultron and Avengers One that furthered them along. Nat was this badass assassin that got better and better as she was introduced more. Hulk from Incredible Hulk to that movie, he was able to willfully turn into the Hulk. We can say that maybe he couldn't turn back because I'll give you that. But why is Nat the only... Why? Why? Why do they have that relationship? It makes no sense. It's out of nowhere. And you think that if she can turn him back, she wouldn't try to teach the other Avengers how to do that? Well, Thor tries to in Ragnarok, remember? Yeah, but that was for a joke. They did it for a throwaway gag. No, but it shows that he knew that he could possibly do it. You it's know? fair, but it's just like I, I, I don't like the Nat and Banner thing. I really don't. It just does. It just, like they, I, I'm not contesting the in Nat previous and movies. Thing. They set up. Like, I don't like the Nat they, and Banner thing. They and, set I hate, up and, I, and I hate Joss Whedon's take on Banner's got to fall into her breasts at the bar when the robots attack. Dude, like, he that's does that. That's just cringy. Joss back. Whedon. And I, I'm not going to talk about Joss Whedon because of the controversies and everything. He had you know some what I mean? the, like Age of Ultron. I felt bad for him after Age of Ultron because this one had like heavy studio interference. Yeah. Um, but the backlash was so bad that the dude like quit Twitter and was like, yeah. I don't want to do superhero movies. And then they got him to do Justice League, yeah. and the poor bastard had to deal with everything all over again, right? right. You could talk about my. I've been going about yours. So. so here is the thing about the fight on New York versus the fight in Sokovia, which okay. I think is something that we need to compare and contrast because yeah, they're two big fights. Uh, I like to make two points though before we move on. They're super quick. Number one, I agree with you on the Nat and Banner thing. I don't care about the relationship. I don't care about them, and they don't end up together because now fucking dies in an Endgame. So like, I, I, I didn't feel Bruce's anger about Nat dying, and it seemed, yeah, it seemed yeah. more of like Hawkeye was affected more because they were great, great friends. But if Hulk and Natasha were intertwined with one another, I didn't feel anything. If you so, can, you agree with me that in Age of Ultron, when you found out about Hawkeye's family. My first reaction was, I thought him and Nat had something going. Like, they set it up that there could be two lanes up to this point in the MCU. Either Nat and Hawkeye, because they had great banner, they've known each other for years, yada, yada, yada. Great banner. (laughs) But then you also had Winter Soldier that came out, and at least I took it, I was like, oh, Cap and Nat have something going on. This is not my second point. You know what I just read the other day? Yeah. I read that 
what was supposed to happen in 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 uh, Infinity War? In, in Winter Soldier was that Sharon Carter mm. was supposed to be Cap's sidekick in that whole movie. Okay. But the actress who plays Sharon Carter, whose name escapes me at the moment, yeah. she was filming another movie, so she could not film Winter Soldier for its oh. release date. So what they decided to do was they decided to just literally give Natasha Romanoff her, her part and take out all of the romance stuff and make the relationship more platonic. Because they didn't want to give Steve that in. makes more sense that like the they would have seen where they kiss yeah, yeah that anyway, would have made more sense that wasn't my second point but my like you get my point that like yes. it seemed like it was gonna be either Nat and Cap or yep. Nat and Hawkeye my second point that I wanted to make before we move on back to the original event battle is that the one thing about Age of Ultron that always bothered me is that they show Falcon in the beginning at the party but then when War Machine shows up at the end Falcon yeah. should have showed up with. Horror machine. It and then he's, and then at the end of Age of Ultron, when they do the new team, which right, he's there. That also kind of it wasn't a new team; it was just new cast members. Yeah. like he was there with yep. a new with a new suit. Exactly. What the fuck? Yeah. Like why? Anyway, oh, so, fun fact about that scene: Captain Marvel was supposed to be yep, in that, and they cut that it. And they cut it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they it have makes to. Makes complete sense. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, so A one. Avengers. Big sauce. That's it. A one. Avengers. New York fight versus the Sokovian fight. The Avengers battle is Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, Black Widow, Thor, and Hawkeye. Correct. All right. Thor, Iron Man, Hulk, Captain America. Doing the most. I totally understand. Doing the most. I 100% get it. Hawkeye? Hawkeye and Black Widow should not have made it out of that fight. Oh, I have a problem in both movies of people not getting, like, people should not have got out of that fight. We'll talk about that in a minute. Compare that to Age of Ultron. Where there's more super powered heroes and Quicksilver it, just dies. Right, exactly. But that was that was contractual. Whatever. But it's like, but the, that's the thing though is that like I at actually least heard about Quicksilver and Wanda have powers. That makes more sense that they're able to do it. Oh, uh, okay, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. The plot convenience and plot armor of those original six Avengers, the six of them only made it out of it because of plot armor and because they're not going to kill off a main Avenger. Give me an example when of plot it, armor. Plot armor being that like oh these are our six main heroes we can't kill no any I of get them off plot, what it's, plot, it's, I'm it's, saying give me an example from the movie of when plot armor saves somebody when fucking Hawkeye has one arrow left and he jumps off the side of the building and which has since been retconned that that's or, why Kate Bishop or Natasha Romanoff is able to jump off of the. Steve oh, the fuck! Are up in the air and she's onto able the to air, hold like, on. and then jumps off the air jet ski on Avengers Tower. Right, does three rolls, rolls and it's, she would have had broken ribs and a broken collarbone if yes. she did that in real life. But I, I can't. Really, no, I agree with you. Heroes. The problem is, is that I feel that the battle, plot armor for Rhodey in Age the, of Ultron, the battle in Sokovia feels yeah. like it is higher stakes. Uh-huh. While the battle in New York obviously is bad, people are dying. Don't get me wrong. Right, but I just feel that something about the aliens going being free in New York is going to tie up nicely because they got to do once they pull the trigger on that thing on top of the tower, they all die. They don't have to worry about rounding them back up. They close the right. portal, whatever. They, Blowing up the mothership. You, have, you mean. We have this thing where this giant tower Meteor. can destroy the whole earth at yeah. this point. And then they got to break it up and blow it up, but then also escape the falling chunks on the way out. Like, yeah, no, that was higher stakes in my opinion. I'll and give you that. They give it. They give the Sokovian battle stakes up to the last moment. Thor blasts it as Tony hits the thing. Yeah. And then it looks like Wanda's not going to make it out alive and Vision saves her. And then you have all the Ultron stuff after with Vision, which right. I think is more beautiful. You really. Oh, and their little conversation, you right? You really yeah. don't get this 
closure with Loki because there's the plan to keep bringing him back in the in uh, Ragnarok and everything like that, right? Right. It's more or less to me like. I just feel that Ultron is a better crafted movie in terms of character development while the first Avengers movie was just like we need to assemble the team how do we get there how do we do it this is where we need to go how do we get there instead of let's tell a whole story and develop these characters and their interactions further that's the problem that I have with Age of Ultron oddly enough that Age of Ultron, and I've said this before about a couple other movies that we've talked about, they have amazing Spider-Man 2 syndrome where they tried to set up so many things that the story you suffered. You think Age of Ultron set up too many things? Oh yeah, let's 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 rattle them off, okay? So when you have uh Wanda messing with everyone's heads, right? They all mm-hmm. have their visions. Yeah. Thor sets up Infinity War and Endgame. Talking about, like, the gauntlet is literally shown and the stones that have currently been introduced are shown. You have a tease for Civil War twice in the movie where Tony and Cap have their conversation and then when Vision's about to be built, they also fight, okay? You have a tease for Ragnarok when the Hulk goes off at the end, Thor goes off to go find the the stones, which he didn't do, actually. He kind of did a bad job of that. Uh, There was one more in there. Uh, pa, 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 pa. I'm just trying to think of the like the movies that came after Age of Ultron. Regardless, there's that's just three that come to my mind, and I I, I could confidently say that I think there's one or two more that are in there, and I just don't like when movies are commercials for other movies, and the reason why I think Avengers one does it a little better, not much better, is because it wasn't as outright i'd say that in the solo movies leading up to avengers one they were like okay here's an isolated cap story here's an isolated iron man story here's an isolated thor story quick tease at the end quick tease at the end quick tease at the end not much else tied together into the overall story besides that okay when you got into phase two and age of uh, i believe age of ultron was in phase two right or is it's it- the penultimate movie it is okay what was the final of this man Gotcha. Uh, I feel like it just... I don't know. I feel like they didn't do it in the movies leading up to Age of Ultron, really. Because what do we have? We had Iron Man 3, where he blew up all of his suits. And then in Age of Ultron, he had all of his suits again. Winter Soldier, Dark World, Guardians, and then... uh, Yeah, okay. So Winter Soldier, Guardians, Dark World. Winter Soldier is an isolated cap story. It's my favorite MCU movie. It's just a spy thriller. Great. Guardians, off-planet, doesn't count, not involved. Right. And um, what was the other one? Dark World. Dark World. We don't talk about Thor the Dark Thor. Right. So they didn't set up Age of Ultron at all. And then in Age of Ultron, they're like, shit, we haven't advertised anything else that's coming. Let's prep for all that by just doing all of it. And that, I also think, was studio interference, which not Joss Whedon's fault, but the movie, I believe, suffered and for I, it. And I understand that you, you're saying that it sets stuff up for Phase 3. Which is which, great. Which that's is fine. fine. But I still, despite that, it still tells a whole story and develops your characters. You know, we meet Wanda and it develops her, right? Correct. And then we meet, 
it, it develops over and then he gets killed. Right. Well, yeah. But then it develops Tony further in his, Does. you know, like, you know, Ultron becomes this whole thing of like, I want a suit of armor for the whole world. He has that vision of everybody dying. Captain America, you know, it's him trying to find Bucky. Falcon tells him about that in the movie. You know, like it is it's, that an age of Ultron? Yeah. It, oh, yeah. When yeah. at the bar, he's like, do you go up on yeah. that lead? That's it. it's like a throwaway yep. line, but right. it's like a thing. But, that makes sense. But all of these characters do develop. Hulk develops, you know, yep. Natasha, Hawkeye. Hawkeye has family. You Hawkeye, know? That, that when they did the Hawkeye stuff, I genuinely think like as surprised as I was that he actually had a family and kids. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, I thought that that was a great like honestly made me care about Hawkeye like I was in the same boat how the hell is Legolas gonna get out of this you don't care about Hawkeye after the show I do after his show I do now okay um but another problem I have with Age of Ultron is like Ultron is supposed to be a cold calculated like person uh machine of logic and he doesn't care about humanity and he's just supposed to be this like stone cold killer He's making jokes. He's acting like a human, which is like, it's ironic that they do that. He's to from Tony's subconscious. That's right. why. But the problem that I have is that, so is Vision though. And Vision acts more like a robot like Ultron than Ultron himself does. And that's the contrast between the 100%. two. A hundred percent. That Vision is more Jarvis while Ultron is more juvenile and more Tony. Right. That's, and I get that's that. That's a distinction with, but even, with but, Banner mixed in between the two of them. But even in the comics when Ultron's made, Hank Pym made Ultron. And in Pym, the comics, I know. Yeah. Pym is the number one smartest guy. He's called the scientist supreme by the one above all. That's a bold statement. And... At the time when he made Ultron in the comics, he was going through, like, severe mental challenges. Hence why Ultron was evil and crazy. And yeah. I get that. But regardless, Ultron still had the same goals in both iterations. But in the comic books, he takes out the Avengers in a week, maybe. He's connected to the internet, which means he's able to do whatever he wants. And I know that the MacGuffin in this movie is that, oh, he killed... Jarvis killed quote unquote yeah. Jarvis and Jarvis was the one stopping him from doing all these things but okay he can't launch nuclear bombs you're gonna tell me that this guy can't build himself he, he can build himself a whole army make a city fly and do buy build new bodies for himself but he can't build a nuke for himself and destroy everybody like I just I just feel like I love I, the the marketing got me so excited because it had that song that you were talking about the no strings one yeah. and it was talking about how Ultron was I'm going to the first thing I'm going to take from them is hope and then I'm going to destroy everything like he was built up to be like I felt like we were getting a Thanos like from Ultron and then he was gone in one movie like I felt so disappointed leaving Age of Ultron and I hear you and I get what you're saying but I just think that it has better action sequences. It's not as campy. I'll give you, you the have, action sequences are good. You have fights between the characters like Hulk and, and Tony with the Hulkbuster. Give me a break. You know what I mean? Like that's great. Give me a break. So great. Where was the the Hulkbuster armor? He's got something that could destroy the Hulk, and he doesn't break it out, except for the Hulk. Ultron would be parts on the floor if he punched that. If he no, punched. no, 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 no. And I feel like no, no, I feel no, like no. I feel like the I feel down. like the I feel like the fight between. Oh, don't get me started on that. We'll no, no, no. We'll come back to Ultron versus Avengers. The but Hulk the but is like developed because of what Hulk did in the first Avengers. And I movie. get that. I fully get that. But like, I feel like they just did it to sell the toy. 
It did, like the what, what happened with the fight? I like to introduce you to Star Wars, where they do that with every movie. That's fair. But what really happened in that fight? The world saw the Hulk as the monster that he is. And that's why he decides to go off-world, because the world saw him fair. for the monster he is. And that's why in Ragnarok, he says, Earth hates Hulk. Right. Uh, to my point I was going to say about Ultron versus the Avengers, right? Yeah. That fight's great. But he... But, like... He fights them all mostly one on one, and he gets his ass kicked by them Loki every time. He doesn't even really fight the Avengers. He fights Tony without armor and pushes him out the window. Yeah, he one on one fights with Thor in for like ten seconds, and Thor gets stabbed. Right. There's no real interactions fighting between Loki and the Avengers. That's fine. It's all against the Chitari, and then at the end of it, Loki Hulk just sh- gets immediately captured. But like, it's there. I understand that Loki was built up throughout the whole movie. Totally get it. Yeah. In that it's more of a psychological warfare than yes. a physical warfare, which is fine. But you need to have these characters interact more. Right. Because Tony and Loki interact at the beginning. Yep. Right? Cap and Loki only interact in the beginning where he says, The last time that I saw someone standing above everybody else, Great we disagreed. Line. Great line. Great line. Comparing him to Hitler, which is with the, spot with the on. old man who's from Right. camp like exactly. all that stuff that was great but that's really the only interactions we get right. while Ultron consistently is with fighting the Avengers they're fighting on the Sokovian ship they're fighting in the beginning after the party correct they're fighting in the air when they take away the vision tank you know but he they're loses to all the Avengers right that's, that's true but you have these interactions which makes you feel that this villain is more involved with the heroes than Loki who seems to be just involved with but what I'm saying is Ultron shouldn't lose to anybody. There's a lot there's an outright line that Hawkeye says, Cap, you're no match for him. Captain America does a pretty damn good job. Yeah. And he shouldn't. In any sense of the word, he should not put up a fight because he never has before. Uh Tony Stark does a great job fighting him. Yeah. Uh, he fights I think he fights um Nat at one point. He doesn't fight Hawkeye because that would just be hilarious to watch. Hulk punches him once and then he runs away. So he fights a couple of the Avengers one-on-one and he shouldn't lose. He's made of vibranium. Oh, I'm sorry. At that point, he's not made of vibranium. No. But he still has his laser powers, which are shown to kill the scientist. Yeah, but I, I, think, but I, still dis- I think I still disagree with you because until he's made of vibranium, he is not indestructible. Just a robot. Cap can throw his shield through it. I mean, we saw... Can I talk about Doctor Strange openly? We saw... Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Uh, Captain America's shield slice uh, yeah. Captain Carter in half. Yeah. We've seen Cap's shield destroy the Ultron sentries. You know, it's right. not a matter of Ultron being indestructible. Yeah. I The only thing that I will give you is that Ultron should have had a harder time dying because he's in the internet. I won't give you anything else because it should not matter. Especially, I think he should be around especially still. when Wanda envisions energy are from infinity stones. Yeah. And we see that the infinity stones can break through vibranium. You know yep. what I mean? Like, yep. I think that's the biggest thing. Here. I got problems with Avengers one that I will openly admit. All right. Okay. Then we'll, we'll wrap up. here. It set the benchmark for a few tropes that I don't like. Yes. Okay. One, and both movies suffer from this, and it's still a problem today in the MCU. The quips. There's no. There's not a lot of room to for scenes and dramatic moments 
to breathe. Age of Ultron is littered with quips. And that's, so is Avengers 1. That's where I was going from. Mm -hmm. Avengers 1 started it because it's a Joss Whedon trend and it worked. But the reason it worked in Avengers 1, I believe, was Loki. His use of them because he's a snarky guy. He's the god of mischief. That's his shtick, right? Uh, The other thing I don't, two things that that I've talked about this before. Skybeam, which we've gotten hundreds of Skybeams in the MCU. We're talking about Skybeam. Think about uh, when they open the portal, blue laser to the sky. There's so many blue lasers to the sky. There's so many, not even blue lasers. We get a purple laser in uh, Moon Knight. We get a laser in... Oh, I see what you're saying. Like like a big laser that we always get. That's always like the... I used MacGuffin earlier. Nice and convenient. Yeah, Yeah. it's always like a laser to do something, right? Gotcha. And then big CGI disposable army. Every Avengers movie has a big CGI disposable army. And I get they need something to fight, but like, come on. Change it up. The idea for Endgame, they thought about bringing back Thanos going through time and bringing back all the old villains. That would have been fucking amazing. Are you kidding me? Yeah. But then they go, oh, we'll just bring back the... um, what were they in Infinity War when they attacked Wakanda? The, the Chitari, I think, still, right? They're just no, they weren't little... the Chitauri. They were different. Whatever they are. <laughs> that was my thing. Okay. So they, we have those just MacGuffins. Any last minute things here, DJ? Yeah. You want to look at DJ the trivia. Here we go. DJ's quick trivia. In Avengers 1. We should have done the trivia at the beginning. We've talked about this. Yeah, it's fine. In Avengers 1, Robert Downey Jr. would hide food around the set, and then in the scene where Captain America, Iron Man, and Bruce Banner were arguing about Ultron when Cap was eating the blueberries, he would. they just kind of gave up. They were like, RDJ can do what he wants. And then, oddly enough, this was improvised by RDJ, when Banner agrees with him, and he offers him a blueberry. RDJ was like, yeah, that was Tony trying to Pavlov him for taking his side. And then trivia for Age of Ultron, Scarlett Johansson was pregnant for like all of shooting. So uh, it's either a stunt double, they CGI out her belly, or like in the scene where she's uh, talking to Banner about like the shower and everything, and they're talking like about being monsters or whatever, she's just holding towels in front of her belly. So they had to use like quick camera tricks to try to hide her belly. I hate the trivia at the end. Sorry, I forgot to do it. I put it at the bottom of my notes. I'll fix it for the other two. I'm going to fuck you up one of these days. I swear to God. Yeah, okay. You won't see it coming. Is that a threat? Should I clip that out? Uh, My rebuttal is I'll give you one free shot. All right, are you ready? Yeah, I know I won this. What what do you mean? I'll bet bet a dollar that I won this. Any amount of money you were going to say. I was, but then I was like, I'll put a dollar on it. (laughs) I have a wedding to save for, okay? I'm putting a dollar on this. You're not special. All right, in the winner. That's Loki. Ah, look at Loki. I want him to love me. I want him to be my friend. And the winner. Not Tom Hiddleston Loki. He'll kill me. The oh, cat. yeah. This is my cat. The cat me. Loki. Not Tom. Tom Hiddleston wasn't just purring into the mic. I'm surprised you didn't bring up the fact that my cat is named Loki and not Ultron. I know you better than that, okay? Look at that face. So cute. And right. the winner of Ultron versus Avengers is. Dab. <sighs> Dab. Say it nice and loud. Say it for the people. The, oh, no, wait. That means I've won both season openers. Let's go, baby. We know that that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't. I'm that. just saying it's a fun thing for me. Original Avengers, 66% to Age of Ultron, 34%. Oh, people agree with me on this. Boo. I, I spent like... Do people write in why? 
No, I didn't put up a thing. I should have, but I totally forgot it's okay. to. Oh my goodness! Do you Damn, get any you suck. Any remarks here before we go to film your punishment right now? Uh, I was felt very confident going into this one. Um, I've seen. I like you know I like to watch like YouTube videos breaking down movies and theories and stuff. Yeah. A lot of the ones that I see about Age of Ultron are very negative with a lot of views and likes and all that stuff. I watched one today. The dude just, I think it's Screen Crush. He just like breathes through the movie and does like sins of the movie. I know Screen Crush, yeah. Yeah, he did, there was 166 (laughs) sins. And I was like, how do people, I'm sorry, is this a conversation? 166 problems with this movie. Do you want to know how long the video was? Eight minutes. In eight minutes, he found 166 things wrong with the movie. I'm not that smart to make a video like that, but they all made sense. I think that Age of Ultron is the forgotten Avengers movie because you have the first one, which was the biggest deal. Then you what have was the, that? You have the first it was the what? one, which was the biggest deal because it was the first Avengers yeah. movie, which you didn't say in your argument, by the way. I said in the opening. And then you have Infinity War, which set up, you know, like, oh my God, they're getting dusted. It was the first big It's the penultimate one, yeah. And then you have Endgame, Endgame which was Endgame, Which obviously. broke the bank. So there's Ultron, no matter what movie fell there, I felt was going to be for I know. Yeah. And that's kind of where I I wish am. it wasn't Ultron. I, 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 I like... They can, realistically, there's people that like have theories that Ultron's still out there. Remember in um, Homecoming when he goes to the uh, yeah, I got you with the head. Yeah, there was a there was an Ultron head that was still lit up, and yeah. I was like, please don't just be a tease. Please tell me that Ultron can come back. I I genuinely love Ultron as a villain. One of my favorite movies when I was younger was called The Next Avengers, mm-hmm. and it's also a really good Age of Ultron storyline. Okay, um, he kills. The OG cast. You just farted. I just ripped one. Uh, we meet the next Avengers. Uh, the Captain America is uh, Black Widow and Cap's kid. Okay. Thor has a daughter who is badass. We see um, Storm and Black Widow. Uh, Black Widow. Black Storm and Black Panther's kid, who is Black Panther with Storm's powers, which is crazy. Oh, cool. And old Iron Man and old Hulk. Like it's a very good story, and that's what I was expecting. And that was my bad. Yeah. For expecting those that. were high expectations. It was. Yeah. I wasn't expecting the kids or the take over the world, but I was expecting them to go through more than they did. That's fair. I'll give you that. And that's where I'll leave it. I can't believe I lost the fucking season premiere two seasons in a row. Damn Skippy. <sighs> hey, listen, man. Last season, I was down by like four. That's and true. I came and you back and tear. I won the season. So. I'll do oh, Wait. sure. Go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. One thing we didn't say up top today, wherever you listen to uh, our podcast, please either leave us a review or download if you're on Spotify. It helps the algorithm go a long way. You can reach out to us at ClashCornerPod at gmail.com, ClashCornerPod on Twitter, ClashCornerPod on Instagram, and as well, ClashCornerPod on TikTok. You can, if you want to vote in more of our polls, you can... Go to at Money's Vault, Money's underscore V-A-U-L-T, where he will be posting uh, some of the polls as well as posting them on our Clash Corner. You can follow me on Twitter at Deej underscore Games. I don't have anything for that, any other Instagrams beside that or socials for that. That's just where I rant and post video game clips and smash clips. And I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Come back next week. Or next time on Friday for our Stranger Things lightning round, where we are doing our first lightning round of the season. You're talking a lot. Oh, my God. If you have not watched the new season of Stranger Things, do not listen to next episode. Full stop. For the closeout, I've been DJ.
Who have you been? I've been DJ. You've been who? I've Bob been, Saget. I've been JD. And we'll Ew. see you next week with Stranger Things. Where I'm going to fucking wipe the floor with you. I'm nervous. I'm not going to lie. I'm nervous. Thank you all for listening. Love you guys.